Hello, everybody. My name is Jackie Fairfield, and my website, this page, this podcast, and all the work I'm going to be doing is called Life Dharma. Let's start with what life dharma means. Life is life. The evolution or the growth of each individual on this planet. And dharma for me is all about your life path. It's that honouring of what is lives with inside you and allowing the whispers of your intuition to be louder than that of the world around you. As an autistic person, this is something I've really struggled with over my 53 years on this planet. I've wanted to talk about my life for a number of years now, but there was always a piece missing for me. When I was finally diagnosed with being autistic and having gone through the lengthy assessment procedures, everything just started to fit into place as I viewed my life through the lens of being autistic, all those complications of being who I was, people not understanding me, me not understanding myself, working on myself spiritually, deeply, and doing all the things I considered or were told were the right ways to be and to do to find this enlightenment and this peace within myself, my own dharma, my own life path not the struggle and the fear that I saw in my family, but to create my own destiny in my own life. But it became very, very difficult to do that because I didn't fully have all of the tools to understand myself, to work with what I was given. And as it turns out with a lot of autistic people, or indeed ADHD, or neurodivergent people, it's hereditary. And a lot of our family members tend to have this too. And I can most definitely see that my mother, the person I had the most difficult relationship with in my life, I can now see that she too was autistic, which really plays into all of the troubles and struggles I had with her as a child and how she was with me. So I'm not going to go into that into too much detail today. But really, Life Dharma is about sharing my gifts, my talents, the ups, the downs, the challenges that I have faced, being undiagnosed with autism until I reached the age of 53, which was within this year. The COVID lockdown over the past two years really brought to the forefront what was really going on with me. And I had been told by many people over the years that I had autistic traits or seemed like I was on the the spectrum. <laughs> All of the things I have come to learn uh, are not always, let's say, the way in which to describe ourselves. Now, at some point, I'll come up with a nice little tagline to introduce myself into these podcasts. But, you know, my life's work has really been about healing, healing myself, healing other people, meditation and teaching. So, I work with what I feel intuitively and the audience I feel are out there listening, watching, feeling. I can't see anybody, but I can feel everything. And I believe that however I put myself across, it will attract the right people 
who need to hear this, to share this, to be inspired or to connect with one another, to understand that we're not alone on this journey, on this planet. This ancient Sanskrit term, Dharma, it's a translation really into the the pulse of the universe, not just this earth, but planetary. It's about your unique purpose in this world and every single person on this planet matters. We have a part to play and we teach one another things. Sometimes those people don't need to be in our life for very long in order to impart that wisdom, that gift or that voice of learning and understanding and growth. And it's also very challenging to let people go. But according to the law of Dharma, the universe is like a jigsaw puzzle. You and I are all pieces of this puzzle. And there's no spare parts, there's nobody left out, even though we can feel that way for a long time in our life. But no one is left out. We all have our part to play. Without becoming too esoteric, (laughs) it is my belief that the awareness that is arising right now throughout the world with divergence, say, with neurotypical versus the neurodivergent, with the lesbian, gay, transgender group of people, I believe that we are all here, the so-called outsiders, to help people understand that we are all unique, we are all different and we all have our part to play. And that a lot of the time, it's us, the outsiders, that play the largest part to break down a lot of those barriers. We each have our own talents that play a role in serving, not just ourselves, but those around us and the larger world, even though we might not even see those rippling effects They are there. For me, my journey has been about what has been holding me back in my life. And as I said earlier, knowing that I was different all my life and only realising now that I am autistic and that a lot of the things that I could not do in the way that this world or this society is supposed to function, it was not my fault. And the systems in which we are all supposed to be governed by, or step in line with, are not working. Not just for neurodivergent people, not just for, you know, the gay, lesbian, transgender, bisexual community, not for the disability people. Everybody is not serving us all. Okay, enough of that. What I'd really like to talk to today Just a little bit briefly, as I ease myself into these podcasts and opening up my life to everyone to share what's happened to me in in the wish, in the prayer that it does help somebody and to help people or somebody understand that they're not alone and that we all go through these struggles. One of the things I felt when... I was given my autism diagnosis was 
a real feeling of grief. And that feeling of grief came from all the misopportunities that if I had been told this 20 or 30 years ago, how my life would have been different. And it would have been different. But here's the thing. I'm a great believer in everything happens at the right time for the right reasons. And all of the struggles and the strifes and the issues I've gone through, I feel I can share those with people for people to learn and grow and understand that they don't have to do that. And that if that means that me going through all of that can help other people or one person, then it's worth it. It's worth, my worth was, my life was worth it for that. The process of grief, all of a sudden, re-looking at things from my past, with friends, with family, with, with jobs, which I find very, very difficult to let, um, to keep up actually. And I've tried to be self-employed the past 19 years. But that too has had its challenges. Because I guess like everybody, I'm influenced, I've been focusing too much on the outer reality of the regular way of being, whatever that is. And watching the explosion of all the things that I have been working through and working on for the past 28 years of my life, my healing, meditation, astrology, and with the explosion of social media, watching how all of that has, like a lot of things, become exploited in some way and become a materialistic thing to attach yourself to and align yourself to. And I don't work like that. I just really do what I do. And I, I lost faith over the past three years. I really lost my faith. But it all makes sense now with how I function as a neurodivergent, as an autistic woman, and how I've grown up in the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the noughties, how that's transformed me, how I've struggled with that, all of it. So to have my assessment in the autumn, and then actually be giving my autism notification, diagnosis, notification, diagnosis. It sounds so ugh, crass. I don't know. It just doesn't sound right. And words fail me at the moment to come up with anything different. But when I was told by that, I'm in the lead up to Christmas, which is one of my worst times. Because for me part of my evolution, part of my growth and being totally misunderstood meant that I haven't spoken with my family in coming on for 19 years now. I'll talk about that a bit later and why that and how that came about. But I have always been a very, very misunderstood child, teenager, adult, woman, person. But there's always been something in me that has managed to fight through or push through. But then, again, I realised having 
the yes to being artistic just really made such sense of the past struggles that I've been having and how I've reached a place of being completely and utterly worn down and broken. Feeling that I've tried everything and nothing has worked. But looking through it from my neurological processing, I can see much, much clearer how I can move myself through everything. What I can and what I cannot do. Who I can and cannot be around. And it's really not an awful lot of people, to be fair. The very small group of people I feel comfortable around. And social media is incredible for this. But on a day-to-day basis, with just my husband and our three cats, and having learned most of my life to be very self-sufficient and and love my own company, but we do need feedback and we do need connection with other people. So in the lead-up to Christmas, being what I consider quite a lonely time for many of us, not just autistic people, but people in general, people who don't have family, people who've lost family members or children, mothers, brothers, sisters, cats, dogs, almost any sentient being, or people who have all of those friends and all of the family but can't afford to do what the society tells us we should be able to do with presents and gifts. And the TV and the media portraying something, a world that they live in largely, not anyone else. So on top of that, not having my own family, feeling the pressures of that, and then re-looking back at my life through the artistic lens. Oh my goodness, by the time I got to the week leading up to Christmas, I was done with Christmas. Now every year, Ron and I keep promising we're going to go away back up to the Highlands to spend our Christmas. But what with COVID and losing a lot of money because we're both self-employed over the past two years, we've lost quite a bit of money. And also with the trying to move back home to Scotland, not being able to do it and having two sickly cats, it was just an impossibility again this year for us to be able to do that. But we're grateful with what we have. We have a nice home. We have our cats. We in part have our health. That's something else I will talk about. As I've had a lot of ill health the past few years, which does align a lot with my autism personally. So... There's been a lot of processing has been going on between my husband and I. My husband's incredibly, incredibly supportive throughout this process. But what I have become aware of is just how much I need routine. And it's something that came up for me when we had the lockdowns. My husband really got on my nerves being around all the time because I didn't realise back then, but I really do realise now that I had a routine. And he didn't want, he didn't have one, and nor did he want to try and create one or fit in with how I was living. And it was very tense. 
So there have been a few things, a few changes I've made over the past couple of months. I now realize that my routine in the morning is very important. The cleaning, the getting organized, making sure that everything is right. So that's always something that would really, really stress me out, actually. And again, it wasn't something I was fully aware of, but now I understand. It's something I need to do by myself. I can't have Ron helping me. I have to do all of these things myself. And I guess that also comes from a place of the past few years with being ill for three years and not working fully. It felt like it was really the only only good thing I can do or it was the only thing I could contribute. So it became very important to me. So I invested in some headphones, some Wi-Fi headphones, so that I put Spotify on. I listened to one of my favourite people right now, who is Aurora from Norway. And I can get so much done. Things that would really stress me out, tidying, cleaning, the, the dust from the cats, the hairs, the never going away. So that's been a really huge help for me. And then afterwards, trying to go to the shops, which I really don't like doing because I really don't feel comfortable wearing a mask. But I do wear one because I personally feel it's important. And it doesn't cause me as much anxiety as I know it does other people. I'm able to manage for a short period of time. So Christmas was quite an intense time. And there was a lot of emotional things coming up for me. <coughs> Excuse me. Relooking at all the things that I want to let go of this year or last year, moving into the new year, which is such a big thing in Scotland. Out with it, out with the old and with the new. You know, I, I practice and follow Buddhism and there's lots of things that I do, but <laughs> the, that Hogmanay into the new year is such a special time for me. And it doesn't matter how good or how low I'm feeling, I always cry at Hockmanay. It just brings back such emotive, strong, strong feelings. So I've been sitting for the past couple of months thinking about doing these podcasts and how I'd like to go about it. And I've thought about mind mapping everything out and drawing out how I'm going to talk and what I'm going to talk about. And I will eventually get to that particular topics that will come up but as I said previously you know I've run lots of meditation groups and courses and taught uh, in healing and even though I will have a structure within any of those groups workshops or teaching I'm very organic as in what the audience is or who the people are as to how I move through topics and that's really how I work. I don't really have a script. <laughs> it's just not in my nature. And I'm Scottish. I'm a storyteller. We go on and on and on and on and on. So to stick to a script is just, no, that's not something I'm very good at doing. But I will try. I will do my best. And what I hope is, is as I put more and more of these out, that people you know, will request things, ask me questions, pose questions to me that I can talk about. 
because that's really important having that feedback and I'm good with questions and thinking about things and then working through it so really today was just truly about me just connecting I've been wanting to do this for the past week but I was waiting until Ron went back to um to his work so that I had the place to myself because silence is very very important to me so I've done it I've done the first one of the year the first of many and I'm going to be using this platform as well as from time to time doing YouTube videos as well But some of the topics I'm going to be talking about are quite sensitive, but I want to talk about them. I need to talk about them. There are things that I haven't really shared with people. I haven't been given a voice to share, and I really need to. And I really feel it's very important that all age groups of people who are autistic, who have realised that they are, that everyone's voices are heard. I think it's absolutely incredible and wonderful that there's so much more support out there now for lots of people with lots of different challenges. Certainly never around when I was a child. So I just feel we can really all grow and learn from one another. And that's really what this is for, for me. And it also allows me to get my story out from a child, a girl who was silenced by her own family, by her own peers, and misunderstood. Now I can reflect back and talk about it, realising and knowing that that can help me shape my own future, my own destiny. So, thank you if you're listening. And thank you for just being you. It's really important to just be you, to not compare yourself with anyone. To not view the outer world and your inner world as two separate things. Create your own world from within. Bye for now, and I'll speak soon.